Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. And here we are once again, would you believe, Saturday night on Max Radio. Best night of the week as far as we're concerned, because it's nine o'clock. It means it is time for jumping in the best in modern and contemporary jazz from around the planet with myself, H. And me, Chris. Yes, welcome along to this week's show as we say goodbye to January. Can it be possible we're already a month into 24? Obviously, it went quickly as the New Year blues we had must have been swingers. And we're a third of the way through winter, which can't be bad. So, H, what winter warmers were you digging out of the Christmas box as you shoved it in the attic? And what leftovers left you with a distinctly lukewarm reception? Hmm. Well, you know, not much in the latter and plenty in the former, I would say. Uh, someone we caught at the London Jazz Festival last year, but not with this trio, James Brandon Lewis, Eye of Eye. I heard someone mention Mr Mingus the other day. I thought, any excuse to play a bit of Mingus, I'm going to do so. And uh, we did hear a little bit of Wooden Music 2. Well, I've also got Wooden Music 1. And from me, well, we're old, we're undoubtedly and wise questionably. We see the light, we're thrice right with a belated birthday and to get us underway, here's the Alan Ferber Big Band with So It Seems. Thank you. 
So it seems from the Alan Ferber Big Band and their 2013 release, March Sublime, a veteran of the Vanguard Big Band, John Hollenbeck's Large Ensemble, and the Gerald Wilson Big Band, uh, trombonist, composer, arranger, and bandleader Alan Ferber, a true master of his art. And every album of his I get, I welcome it, welcomes you in like an old friend, or indeed a nice bottle of wine. You know, just once allowed to breathe and settle down, the music flowing your speakers will bring a smile to your face as you revel in the fine writing and indeed clever arranging. And we heard good solos there too from Anthony Wilson on guitar and Chris Cheek on baritone. The album is March Sublime and the name befits the music. Indeed it does. Wonderful. Got me thinking about wine now already and it's far too early. I mustn't, uh, mustn't do it uh, at all. Uh, a man we very much enjoyed, I think the last thing we saw at LJF 2023 was James Brandon Lewis at the Café Otto. Again, a new venue for us, but uh, if you're in Dalston any stage, check it out in an evening with something going on there. I think during the day it's a cafe doing cakes and coffees, but also sells books and vinyl and then in the evening it's a proper old style jazz club with wooden chairs not much space and a, a stage which is about the size of a coffee table um, and everyone squeezes on and they sort of breezed in I think quite late straight from the airport I dare say quick warm up in the back of the kitchen on stage and they played solidly for about two hours uh, he was plugging uh, he was with a quartet there but was uh, had albums with him not of that band but of this one the James Brandon Lewis trio with their album Eye of Eye, a saxophonist described by the New York Times as someone who embodies and transcends tradition. And I will tell you what he himself says about it in the liner notes. He says thus, Memories begin with womb water. Within you are answers in the eyes of the lamps of the body, making your understanding enlightened. A sparrow fears not a foreground, middle ground, background, and the blues still blossoms. Someday we'll all be free but send seraphic beings anyway.
Someday We'll All Be Free. James Brandon Lewis on tenor, Chris Hoffman on cello and pedals, and Max Jaffa, would you believe, or Jaff with an E, J-A-F-F-E, on drums and what's listed as sensory percussion. Not 100% certain that is, whether it's something where you don't actually touch it and just make sounds with your fingers. I don't know. Uh, but either way, I'm enjoying the sound of join there, as you might have gathered, because you are missing a chorus on that lineup, are you not? And on parts of the album, there are indeed guest artists coming in. In that particular case, the wonderful Kirk uh, Nufke on uh, Cornet and uh, several others join him on some of the other tracks. Reminds me, in many ways, it's got that sort of slightly... It's a real mix of sort of very something very personal. You can see it's a lot about the sort of the inner being, identity, fights for freedom, uh, finding your sort of meaning in life, that sort of those sort of th- themes going on, I think. The sound itself has that sort of slightly grungy element here or there in places. It reminds me a little bit of uh, Jim Black's Alas, No Axis. And uh, also uh, pays homage to part of James's own sort of realisations of what he calls his living music concept. This uh, idea, the aura of actually seeing the music as it's conjured, which is what happens in jazz, isn't it? It's just, it's not written, it, it happens. It's conjured, it's made, comes in the mind, out through the instrument and into the ear of the beholder, as it were, instantaneously, pretty much, which is the magic of jazz. Either way, uh, wonderful stuff, actually, several listenings. I really got heavily into that, another on repeat about four or five times. Definitely worth checking out. James himself seems a lovely guy. We are hoping to do something with him. Didn't have time at the London Jazz Festival, but he said, I always reply, man, I always reply, so we will get in contact. He's promised us a catch-up. And, in fact, you know, surprisingly, that wasn't his first visit to Café Gato. He'd been there a couple of years years before. And uh, his other release of last year, and indeed the year before, Formalia with Love with his Red Lily Quintet. They're definitely won't be. Kirk Nickfka is uh, regular on corner on that with William Parker on bass, Chad Taylor on drums, and Chris... Hoffman on the cello and should you find yourself in London this weekend tomorrow night there is a tribute to Martin Davidson with Evan Parker Trevor Watts Varian Weston Pat Thomas and Leo and special guests that sounds like a free-for-all for me well next for me a debut on ECM for Israeli pianist Nitai Hershkovitz with Call of the Old Wise here's the Old Wise Thank you. 
a wonderful miniature there from Nitai Herskovitz and Call on the Old Wise. His ECM debut as a soloist, although you may think the name sounds familiar as uh, he was the pianist on Avasai Cohen's Blue Note release Due End a couple of years ago and also the pianist on Oded Sewer's last two releases, Isabella and Here Be Dragons, both very fine albums in their own right. The album is light, ethereal and a real textbook on writing and performing short studies, as many of the pieces are, less than two to three minutes, uh, but each one a perfectly formed vignette. Not a car one, as we often say, but really a lovely album, The Old Wise, Call on the Old Wise, Nitai Herskovitz. Vignette, that's the road I was thinking of as well, as listening to that. It is, it's almost like a little sort of musical portrait of something. Lovely light touch, and uh, again, for me, just listening there, echoes of the late, great John Taylor as well, I think. That's no, indeed, that indeed. lightness of touch and some of those chordings. Beautiful, very nice indeed. Uh, you're listening to Jumping In with uh, Chris and myself, H, and... Uh, I love to watch, I do watch, one of the few things we watch together, the Memsa of myself, will be University Challenge. And a question came up the other day to say, who played and wrote Pithecanthropus erectus? And the answer is Charlie Mingus. Thank you. 
Still sounds pretty modern now. We were just thinking nice and relaxed swinging, but a good modern sound doesn't sound dated at all. Quite how it sounded to the people who first heard it in 1956. I don't know. Very modern, I'd imagine. Pithecanthropus erectus by Charles Mingus, of course. Charles on bass himself. Jackie McLean on alto. J.R. Montrose tenor. Mal Waldron, great Mal Waldron on piano, and uh, not the usual drummer, uh, Danny Richmond, with him for so long, but uh, Willie Jones on drums on that particular album. And as I say, just thought of that the other day. I don't need much of an excuse to play some Charles Mingus, but it actually cropped up as a starter question, wasn't even a bonus, on University Challenge. And I'm glad to say, before I'd even opened my mouth, someone buzzed in and got it right. Who was the jazz composer and instrumentalist who composed an album in the 1950 called Pithecanthropus Erectus? It's difficult to say, isn't it? Pithecanthropus Erectus. <laughs> You're having a bad day with those teeth got today. It, got it right, yeah. So yeah. we're top work. I can't remember who it was, but top work to them. Great stuff, as always. Of course, if you don't know who Charles Mingus is, chances are you may have tuned in by mistake. Hope you're enjoying the show. But go and dig into any of those. They all still sound modern. And indeed, a bit like James Brandon Lewis before, quite often very political. But the guys really play and they, uh, they know how to enjoy themselves and swing. Next, we'll warm things up a bit further by throwing another log in the fire with the latest from New York alto player Mike DiRubbo, his 10th as a leader. And for Inner Light, Mike's put together a new quartet. As you'll hear, they certainly mean business. Here's JK in NYC. Thank you. 
alto player Mike DeRubbo with uh, JK in NYC and his new quartet and a new lineup indeed. Brian Charette on Hammond, who says he's channeling his not only his inner chapel organ playing, but also his inner Keith Emerson and Andrew Renfro on guitar and drummer Yongkuk Kim. The album Inner Light is a real swinger and came out last month. It is a swinger. Great stuff. Always great to hear the organ in jazz. Wonderful sound. Coming back and, like uh, the roads everywhere. It is, yeah. Amazing, isn't it? What goes around comes around, as they say. No doubt about it at all. Now, here's a question for you. What does a business card, or what sound does a business card make when folded in half? Well, they're usually made of paper, of course, but this particular one from the 1970s is made of thin wood. And it's usually presented to festival representatives, journalists, agents. And when they fold it, it cracks with a slightly dry snap, just like a match. In the middle, there are the musicians' names, along with contact details. And at the top, written in various fonts, the name, Tomasz Stanko Quintet. Well, the Polish trumpeter decided to order these when he and his bandmates labelled what they played as wooden music in the 1970s, so that the business cards played as well. And it was all... Pretty free stuff.
Hey folks, this is Ant Law here, Ant Law Guitar. You're listening to Jumping In, Chris and H on Max Radio. Wonderful stuff and never tired of that stuff. Clifford Brown and uh, playing that actually, as I will be playing next week, Max Roach, it is his, or would have been his 100th birthday this year. The wonderful drummer and uh, pioneer of bebop playing with, well, everyone, you name it, Thelonious Monks, Charles Parker, Dizzy Gillespie, played with them all and uh, outlived them all as well. And I actually had the pleasure of seeing him uh, towards the end of his life in the uh, late 1980s, I think it would have been playing in London with a choir of all things, uh, music for choir and jazz. Wonderful. And then he did his solo on the hi-hat alone. Wonderful stuff. There he was back in Study in Brown in 1955 with Clifford Brown trumpet, Max on the drums, Harold Land tenor, George Morrow bass and a Richie Powell piano. And I'll play some more Max Rochette next week as well. Before that, wooden music, some wonderful early music from uh, Thomas Stanko, now being released on or re-released on the Astigmatic label. And it was uh, the wooden music that started it all off with uh, Seifert playing the violin and 
Thomas sort of said he said the sound of the double bass and the violin was the foundation of wooden music. It became evident that all the instruments, apart from his own the trumpet, were wood or woodwind. Uh, hence the name which he thought, and they were playing this free music in sort of at a very influential time as they're coming out of Poland, the freedom of the country, and also playing in concerts with the likes of Herbie Hancock, Cecil Taylor, John Tichai, Peter Brinsman, John Sermon. It was a melting pot at the time. And Thomas, of course, went on to have a wonderful career for many years and lots of uh, terrific stuff and a lovely interview we had with him a few years back before he died. Well, that's about it for this week's show. Uh, despite visiting the latest from Shakti recently and you catching them live, I, uh, we forgot to wish John McLaughlin a happy 82nd birthday at the beginning of the month. Uh, so how great to hear him playing with such gusto and still out on the road. Well, during lockdown, John released an album bringing his various and many friends from around the globe together virtually. And on this track, right here, right now, right on, we hear from Egyptian drum pianist Oz Ezelkin and the British tenor sax player Julian Siegel, who we saw not long ago supported by bassist Jerome Richard and drummer Nicholas Vicaro, with John blazing away at the helm in a post-bop embrace in which he shows there's still plenty of fire left. Many belated happy returns. See you next week. Be good. Bye for now.